0: Welcome to Take Another Look with
1: Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo with a genuine conversation about what's missing from the human connection. Let's join Melanie and Gerda now.
0: Good day and welcome to another episode of Take Another Look podcast where we see you fully. I'm your host, Melanie Tadio Malo, and I'm joined by my incredible co-host,
1: Gerda, Felix. Gerda, season two. We're here. Oh, <laughs> we're excited. It is
0: so exciting, isn't it? What an amazing first season we did have. And to kick off season two, we've come up with a creative, unique idea to really just do a check-in interview with Gerda and I so that you guys can see how we have evolved over the last season, but also during these challenging times that everyone is going through.
1: So Gator, let's first start. How are you? Today, I am wonderful. I am great. I feel like I am in my element. I am buzzing from the inside. <laughs> That's the way I like to feel. And I feel great. So how are you, Bello <laughs> I am doing great
0: as well. So much exciting stuff is happening. It's a an- My, you know, my word, this year's transformation. There's so much transformation happening in my life right now. So I'm thrilled to be here with you to have a conversation to see how things have evolved for you over the last year. Well, it's not even a full year, Gerda.
1: Mm -hmm. Since
0: January, we talk every week, almost every day. But really, truly, let's just do a check-in, Gerda. Please tell me since we started taking another look podcast. What has been the biggest change or discovery that you have found in
1: yourself? Well, I can tell you there's been many. There has been many. There have been many discoveries. In the beginning of this year, I was in a place of, hmm, I don't know if it was fatigue. I don't know if it was that I needed more rest. Because you know, part of depression, when you hear the word depressed, means that you need deep rest. (laughs) Did you know that? Yeah. (laughs) So, So I felt like I've been in that. And in the beginning, I resisted it because it was so not myself. I don't usually like to rest. I am someone who likes to go, 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 never ending. But I felt that I was forced to rest because the way things were going in my mind and after much resisting, (laughs) I have finally come to realize that yes, I need to take that time. And as I am taking that time, Melanie, this is what I've come to understand is that I am moving forward something different and having allowed myself to feel what I need to feel to be in whatever I I was, now I am moving into the next step, which is the step of acceptance. Because once you reach that step, then you accept, you acknowledge, you accept, then the magic happens. So I am in the midst of that magic.
0: Well, that is so exciting, and the evolution will continue, and we can't wait to see how what comes out of the final end of the magic.
1: My next question for you, Gerda, is this. Has taking Another Look
0: podcast really done what you expected it to, or is it
1: kind of diverted in where you didn't think it would go? That is such a good question. I think in the beginning, I was excited in the newness of Take Another Look podcast. And then as I got to reflect, I'm thinking, okay, I need people to know more, to know more about me in the sense that I need people to know me fully and truly. Okay. It's not about me showing up uh, perfect or showing up, you know, all stiff. It's like, you get to know me, me, the real Gerda, the the Gerda who likes to have fun, the Gerda who likes to share what she sees and what she knows, the Gerda who likes to observe, who likes to listen. And because of that, I feel that Take Another Look is progressing even more deeply than what it was before. That's what I feel.
0: Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I love that. And then the next question I have for you is where we are now starting at season two, what is it that you would like to happen this season? What and magic would you like to have
1: tech? Take another look, bring to the forefront. Well, first of all, more interviews because my goal is to for you, the audience to discover people who are exactly like you and doing it, doing what they were created to do. My goal is for you to to know, we we don't think of people as being celebrities here on this platform. We think of them as individuals operating in their level of geniuses. And because of that, those are the people that we would like to interview. So I see more interviews. What about you, Melanie? What do you think or how do you see, take another look, take form? for season two or from the mm-hmm. beginning season two no,
0: season okay two. so for season two for me again yes definitely more connection and interviewing people from across the globe because there's so many people going through similar situations even if we don't even know where they live because reality is we're human we're experiencing the same things I love having conversations with you Garrett we could do it for hours on end and it would be fun and engaging but I really want to make that connection with people i think having that live um, episode on for our 30th really taught me the impact we have when we connect with others mm-hmm. and that is what i would like to see for taking
1: another look podcast for season two absolutely and i agree with you and i'm looking forward to see what we can come up with and melanie who ha- who did you have to become or who have you become since january 2022 <laughs> you know it's
0: interesting because i think lot, as much as the the pandemic has impacted us for various reasons okay you you talked about you know you were you feeling that you know fatigue and i think i was last before last okay so yeah last year Um, the second year of the pandemic, I was really focused on staying normal, Gerda, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, going to work every day. Yes, I was working from home, but doing something that I felt good about. But I'm going to Toastmastery, doing my things. What I found, though, through doing Take Another Look, I was able to explore what I was really going through, because I was just in, in pilot mode, just survival mode. Go, 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 do, do, do so that I didn't have to think about what I was actually experiencing. But having these conversations, taking a deep breath and reflecting on what actually was happening in my world and how it was impacting me, I was like, oh my gosh, wow, okay. Now I need to take time for me. And that's where I gave myself permission to do absolutely nothing because I didn't do that before. Mm-hmm. And something beautiful has happened kind of that time of doing nothing magic has happened and something beautiful has come out of it it's almost like the phoenix arising from the ashes mm-hmm. and my new endeavor which is something that i didn't think i could do because i wasn't confident enough i had the fear in my my back in my mind talking it's clear now and yeah okay i'm unsure sometimes i'll ask for questions when i'm not sure something but now i'm free to let things come and just be me it's amazing
1: Mm, and that's something, and I think we both of us realized the same thing that we need to let go. Well, first of all, we we needed to not do anything or at least listen. Listen to what was happening, not mm-hmm. only inside of us, but also outside yes. of us. And you said something, you said you wanted to continue to be in your normal. And and from, <laughs> from that, you know, you've gained so much. So what is your normal now? Well, you know, it's it's interesting
0: because it has evolved again. So, okay, let's just go back. Before the pandemic, I would get up, go out to work, do what I needed mm-hmm. to do, come home, do Toastmasters, mm-hmm. whether it was here or out, back forth, back forth, spending a little bit of time with my husband. But then when the pandemic came, everything was in my house, I was going nowhere. So my interactions with my husband, with my students on Zoom, and with my Toastmasters family on Zoom, But other than my husband, I wasn't having that interaction in person. But again, since COVID restrictions have lifted, I get now to expand my network of people I'm seeing in person, my family, you and other people. So that gave me a sense of what I really am craving is that personal connection. And I also understood though, it didn't have to be in person. Yes, I love those hugs and I love being able to look into somebody's face right in front of me or to, you know, just feel that connection vibe. But I also realized that I can do that in different ways. And it doesn't have to just be with my safe network. I need to expand my network so that I am reaching people across the globe to really open up what's possible for me by learning from everybody else. So my new normal has evolved three times since the pandemic. (laughs)
1: Hmm. Yes. And you know, for me, my new normal is that, first of all, I stopped playing volleyball. So that's, yes. I've been playing volleyball for 10, more than 10 years, as you, as you knew. But I, I stopped, I needed to stop. It was hard coming to that decision. So my new normal doesn't include volleyball. And I need to find something else because I need to move. Because <laughs> I realize when I'm not moving, Oh, it's not good for me. So I need to move. And I was looking into Afro beats. Mm -hmm. I was looking into, even I was thinking, maybe I will try fencing, you know, the sport yeah? Because that's the way my mind goes. I have to try something that most people are not doing. Right. (laughs) I'm still searching. So my new normal, there are certain things that have taken place and there are certain things that I'm still searching. Excellent. So, what would you, you, not take another look, but you, yourself, what do you see yourself accomplishing in the next six months? (laughs) Well, I'm going to be
0: launching my business, Gerda. This is what is coming out of those ashes of my new, so I'm going to be launching my consulting business Gaining Vision 2020, and this is really exciting. It's to help people embrace inclusion, really focusing on the benefits and values of hiring individuals with disabilities across the globe. So I am focusing on South Africa first as my first demographic, and I'm so excited. I've been doing so much research, connecting with people in South Africa, really learning what the barriers people with disabilities face there. So I've worked in Canada in this sector, sector for, for oh my gosh years and years and you know what it's like singing to the choir we're, we're still not perfect but we've come a long way and it's a saturated market so I needed to explore what else is happening in the world and where can my services and expertise help
1: others and
0: that seems to be my first place
1: it's hmm. interesting and why South Africa why not another country oh i
0: I, trust me i had a list of many of them so there's a couple of reasons first of all um i my husband's from africa and we've talked about moving to south africa for years and we're you know we've really been connecting with his family back there and getting to know people and i met a lot of great people from toastmasters from south africa and i've learned a lot about their the culture and really heard about the Barriers individuals with disabilities are facing, but there's so much good that could be done if they had people to fight the battles or to bring it to the forefront. And I really saw an opportunity. I weighed it because there was other countries that I was exploring as well, but I just feel there's a lot I can do there.
1: Very good. Wow. So um, I better start packing. You got it. You know, when this take off, that I can come at least, if not to at least to visit at first. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, there's going to be
0: lots of opportunities for a glorious life unfolding there. I know it. So just saying, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to leave you behind.
1: Uh, it's absolutely. Uh, it's <laughs>
0: exciting. So now, Gerda, I have more for you because you thought you were off the hook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you and I were part of, part of an amazing book club this year as well. And we learned a lot. Well, I learned a lot about myself and about Maya Angelou and when you come up with these innovative and unique experiences and programs that you offer what gives you the inspiration to
1: start these things because you started this book group Hmm. wow (laughs) where do I get this inspiration well here is the thing I see things in pictures and the reason I'm saying it like this, I'll I'll tell you, I saw a movie about Temple Grendon. I don't know if I've mentioned her before, but that that was a movie that Claire Danes played the role of Temple Grendon. And the first sentence, or at least one of the first sentences was, my name is Temple Grendon, and I see life in pictures. I was going to get up, but as I heard this, I could not get up. I had to sit down and watch the whole movie without moving because that resonated so much with me. There's a lot of things that happen in my life and I see pictures, big visions of them. So when I decided with the book club and how to do it, I was in conversation with someone and then you know she was sharing her life a bit. And I said, why don't we could you get people together so that we could, you know, talk about the book, Maya Angelou's book, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. And for me, I thought, oh, okay, I've read the book before. So that's gonna be cool because I've done it before. I've done, you know, we've had book club, but not in this way. Usually a book club is you meet once, you talk about the book once. With our book club, and I, that's why I call it a book discussion, every week we talk about three chapters. And because of that, I have been able to experience this on a deeper level. Because when you think about it, there's so many things that happen in the book. So many different subjects that we were able to, who, not only experience, but share our our own perspective. Because the way i see things might not might be the might not be the way that you see things and i know for me what it did it stirred up something in me it almost feels like the emotions that were buried the book went and bring them back up and because of that i had to do i had to look into them i like to take a, <laughs> another look <laughs> into the, the emotions that were buried. And I tell you, I, whew, it's, I, I'm still dealing with them. I'm still you know, acknowledging them. I'm still taking care of me while I'm taking them take care of my emotions. And that's why I've decided that I, I am writing a book. Now I started writing the book, it's not finished. The, Far from that, because there's so many things that are coming at me and I'm putting it and I'm moving. And, but from that book discussion, there's a book that will come out. And this is huge for me. And
0: this is so exciting. And I think you're nicely segueing to my next question. What comes next for Garrett in the next six months? What is it that you're going to be working hmm. toward?
1: So there are two things that I will... Well, I should say three to tell you the truth. Now I'm in the phase of clearing out, removing, letting go and practicing this without any shame, any guilt, any, you know, blame feeling. It's like, well, okay, the time, you have served me beautifully book and now I have to let you go. And I do this with my clothes, I do this with the different objects that I have here because I look at my apartment and I'm like, it feels like a war zone because I have so much stuff Mm -hmm. and I am removing all this. And also letting go of people that are, you know, our mm, journey together is coming to an end. And, you know, although there's a part of sadness, but there's also a part of knowing that I'm glad that I have met you and now I need to go my own way. So th- that's what's happening right now. I will be focusing on glorious life unfolding for sure. Because okay. anybody who knows me, you know that I have, oof, the way that I, have, I treat people and what I give, it's precious. It's precious because I give with my whole heart. And lately I've been, understanding this and experiencing this by way of contrast because whenever i go somewhere and the way that i see that people are treating me and i'm thinking yeah no that's not the way i want to treat other people so i'm learning from that as well so glorious life unfolding because in truth life is really unfolding gloriously even if we don't see it in the moment okay so that's one the second is the book coming I thought I had a title, but I, I don't think I'm going with the same title. So it's going to be a more fun, hip title about serious subject. The only thing you need to know is that as you will know more about me, you will also know more about you. <laughs> so that's going to be fun, interactive book. And the third thing is for me to continue to practice the art of public speaking, because I like to share. And it's all three things that I love to do.
0: Amazing. And I I can't wait. I know you'll achieve all three and then some between now and then.
1: Yes. Yes. And I know you are part of it, Melanie. You know, I have to share with our audience. Melanie has been there for me. Melanie is like my other sister, (laughs) because, you know, my sister and Melanie—they say the same thing. Why, Yada? Why are you doing this? Or why, Yada? Why are you gonna... doing that? you need to have people around you that surround you, that you surround yourself with, that will help you, that will, you know, uplift you. Yes. <laughs> so, so I hear their voices in my mind, in my head. So Melanie has been there for me, and I also need to say that because, especially this week, because I see how excited she is, <laughs> you know, with building a business it also excites me because there's one thing that i know as you are yourself you give others permission to be themselves and this week it's been great because i have been experienced this with melanie so i'm looking forward to what's coming to what's coming because i can tell you it's going to be great because Since when I met Melanie, this is what I also need to say, she stands in her own essence, very powerful.
0: Thank you, Garrett. very sweet of you. And you know, it's funny because I find that we feed off one another, right? So when you're inspired by something, I get energized and vice versa and back and forth. But yet when we're kind of feeling those down moments or those uncertainty, we help clear the air and bring us back to perspective so thank you for
1: that it's so amazing and we've done you are welcome and we've also done meditation together
0: yes and i think we'll have to go back to that
1: after i (laughs) I was going to to keep going (laughs) i was going to ask how is that going um yeah we need to get back on We'll
0: just leave it there. It's funny because you know what? I find myself not taking that time at night because that seems to be when oh, oh, this idea I gotta put it down. And it's like my days upside down. So perhaps I'll have to revisit the timing. But mm-hmm. we'll go
1: from there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And and you know the benefits, so oh, I don't yes. need to let you know that you know what the benefits are. So I, it would be my pleasure to for us to reco- reconnect mm-hmm. in that sense because. I think it's also, I I have not done it as much as I used to. So I need to go back to this because it is a beautiful, beautiful moment for sure. And I encourage
0: our listeners, if you're
1: interested, connect with Gerda because it is so powerful. I can't believe
0: the peace I felt and the realization and revelations I had while doing it. So
1: just thought I'd throw it out there,
0: Gerda. Maybe we'll have like a podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Melody, for the for the blog. Yes,
0: why not? Because you know what, if it benefited me, it would know, it could help so many people because we get stuck and we
1: get busy, right? Yes. <laughs> busy. That word yes. is <laughs> that that is true. And it's funny to, to see that paradox because how can we get busy while we are stuck? And yes, that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so here's what I would like to know so far you've done everything that you wanted to accomplish in your life yes so far yes okay and you are working towards accomplishing even more yes okay tell me what is the greatest change that has happened between those two you know like you have accomplished and then at one part you were you were like okay let me let me sit for a minute and now you are moving forward doing the next phase what is the greatest change
0: I think really truly the greatest change was understanding myself Mm -hmm. Uh, you know so the first portion of course was about helping others from a charitable point perspective so creating my charity teaching giving all that sort of thing Mm -hmm. and Understanding the impact of what I've had on people's lives has been so powerful for me. And knowing that I have more in me to give it, but coming to the realization that it doesn't have to be charitable for free, but I have all this expertise and experience that people are taking, and not my clients, please understand, but people in the world of uh, what the area I work, education, et cetera, for granted and thinking that I should be giving it to, for free because I'm an individual with a disability so of course I can't work. But realizing that I have a lot more to offer and people should be paying top dollar for my expertise, and that's okay. And so shifting my mindset from he listening to people say oh but you're disabled, or but this or that, all oh, those buts, mm-hmm. and realizing those don't exist anymore. I know what I'm capable of, I know what I offer, I know what I bring to the table, and I know what's needed out there. doesn't mean I won't continue to give and do my charity, but I also now am focused on utilizing the skills that I've developed to help others in other countries Mm -hmm. and really seeing that. So that mind shift took a long time, Gerda, because I don't know, um, you and I have talked about the book of um, The Go-Giver and, you know, being open to receive. Mm-hmm. That's where I struggled. I was always a giver. I wasn't open to receive. And I had to hear and receive a lot of feedback and uh, perspectives mm-hmm. of people that were surrounding me about what I was doing. I was blocking opportunities because I didn't think it was my role to receive because I'm
1: running a charity. Mm-hmm. So I'm open now to receive. Yes, yes. Because, in a way, and I totally understand that. And, in a way, if it- we were blocking our blessings. Yes. That's what we were doing. And, and you said something that is very profound. It's to really understand who you are. Mm-hmm. Who you are, what do you bring to the table and not not have any restrictions about it. Because you see, I was, of course, we are part of Toastmasters and we learn a lot in Toastmasters. Mm-hmm. And I come to realize that people do not do introduction like I do introduction (laughs) (laughs) and I understood this only I think two days after I have I was introducing three people only two days later I finally understood that I was working and suddenly it came to me it's like I don't do introduction the same way that most people do introduction because for me I take pleasure in it i take pleasure to prepare the audience to receive you as you start to present and because of that you will feel it in my inton- intonations you will feel it in the way that i use the words you will feel it in my person in in the way that i that i Am as I am introducing you, it's not like everybody else. So recognizing who you are fully allows you to share with others and being paid for it, because you know that's that's because we have if I didn't have any money, I couldn't go to my board and say, you know what, I'll pay you with a speech. Yeah. I don't think they will accept it <laughs> they accept it. Okay, so because of that, it's for me to recognize this is what I bring to the table. And I can tell you, I bring a lot to the table. So does Melanie. And because we know that now, that's why there's a shift. That's why we don't spend time with people who do not, unders- who do not understand our value. That's why we don't give too much to people who are not, who, do, who are not thankful who are there to take and take and take so there is definitely a shift that has happened it is magic isn't it Gerda I noticed this in us both of us this year and it's
0: like huh freedom (laughs) so Gerda one last question for you okay okay in this past since January so I'm gonna say last six months right what has
1: been your biggest learning about yourself The biggest learning for me is that I am truly loved. <laughs> I, am, I am truly loved. That's why when I give, I give fully, and then I forget. And it could be in whatever, you spend time with me, I, the way I listen to you, I listen to you fully, actively and fully. The way I ask you a question, it's very profound because most people when they receive a question that i that i ask they're usually like i have never thought of it this way mm-hmm. and although usually before i ask a question i say here is what i would like to offer And please, you don't have to answer me right now. It's for your (laughs) own understanding. And I usually say that because really, I'm asking you the question, I don't need you to answer me, but usually people do. The way I do all this, even the time that you spend with me, it's a gift. It's a gift that I give in love and with love. You know, Garrett, I'll just say
0: this, I'm so glad you've realized that, you're bigger bigger person, but I will tell you, as somebody who just connects with you and really, truly gets to know you, you emulate that from day one, so I'm so glad that you've come to understand that yourself, because my gosh, what a blessing it is to have you in our lives.
1: Well, thank you, Melanie, and I know that you have been saying this to me. <laughs> <That's not laughs> <that funny. laughs> you've been saying this to me for so long. And I was like, well, I'm just being me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just being me. And there's a difference Mm -hmm. between just being you and really there's no such thing. No, it's true. when, When there is really not just just, there is no such thing because my belief is that we are created with such magnificence that there's nothing about us when I say us, each of us, that can be just. So when we use the word just, it's we are belittling ourselves. So Melanie, because you have been able to recognize this in me, and I also have been able to recognize many things in you. Tell me, in one word, one word, if you had to describe yourself, what would you say?
0: Mm. <laughs> that's, that's just evil, Gerda I'm Okay, I am going to say I am resilient. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I'm proud of that. Yes, yes. And thank you. Thank you for saying that because you are. And I will add, you are definitely an example. Oh, thank you. Ah, you know
0: what, Garda, I can't believe the time already.
1: I know
0: my gosh I love this this is a great way to reconnect with us but with our audience guys welcome to season two as you will remember or learn from what we've just shared our goal is to connect with you guys we're looking for guests if you're interested please connect with us on social media let us know and we have so many exciting surprises for season two so please stay connected don't forget to like like, and subscribe Garrett any final thoughts
1: final thoughts. Well, go be, do, and simply have. And in the meantime, please remember, please remember. Exactly. (laughs) Take another look. Bye for now. See you later.